Okay, guys, we're going to pick up on the Kavav and Aleph. For those of you who were at the reunion over Shabbos, it was so great to see you on uh, Motzei Shabbos. Uh, now we're picking up in the uh, in the Mishnah here in the third parak, where we finally, finally, finally are going to talk about some real Rosh Hashanah issues, specifically the issue of the shofar. So the Mishnah teaches us Kolo Shofarok Sherim Chutz Bishal Para Hu Keren. So all shofarot, all horns. Um, Rashi says Ben Shel Ayil Ben Shel Yael, whether it comes from a ram or from like a uh, an antelope or something like that, um, they're all kosher, except for from a cow, because it is, it's called a keren. And Rashi says, Shu keren, a no kare shofar. It's not referred to as a shofar. And Rashi says, Vegabe yoma kippurim shofar ktiv. When it comes to Yom Kippur, it actually says the word shofar, in Vayikra Cafe, Vavartar shofar trua, that you should, uh, like, blow the uh, the sound of a trua with a shofar. In the last parak, Daflamadalib, here in Rosh Hashanah, Gamrina will learn Rosh Hashanah miyovel. That's the context of the Yom Kippur uh, of Yovel, and we'll learn out Rosh Hashanah from Yovel, and also Rosh Hashanah has to use, have to use a shofar, and therefore not the Karen of a, not the horn of a para. Okay, so that's the Tanakhama's opinion. Amar Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi says, "Vahalo kol shofarot dikru Karen." But me, all shofars are called Karen. Shnamar bimshoch be Karen hayovel. When the, the blast of the uh, Karen of the Yovel. So the idea is, and Rashi says, Bekaren Hayovel, Beyovel Dichrahu. Now Yovel is a ram. Can the Gemara? The Gemara explains. Okay, so that's a machloka. We will see more about this today in the Rashi Amud. The Tanakama and Rabbi disagreeing about whether we can use the shofar of a para. Is it in fact called a shofar or not? Rabbi Yossi says yes, and Tanakama says no, and therefore we should not be able to use it. Okay, the Gemara says, Shop your Kama Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi had a great point. All right, they're all called shofar. Verabbanan. So, what do the rabbanan have to say for themselves? Kola shofarot ikru shofar, ikru karen. No, it's true that all shofarot are both called shofar, and they're also called karen. Meaning, the term shofar um, um, can sometimes be referred to the word shofar or the, the item that's a shofar can be something to be called a shofar, and sometimes it can be called a karen. But karen de para, when it comes to the horn of a cow, karen ikre shofar lo ikre. It's only called a karen, not a shofar. Dichtiv as it says, bechor shoro hadar lo vikarne reim karnav. That the, uh, the bechor of the shore, the, right, the, the first one of the shore of the ox, hadar lo is its glory, vikarne reim karnav, and its, uh, horns are karne reim. Okay? So the point is, that it's dafka called a karen. Dafka called the Karen. Okay? Rashi says here, Ikru Karen ve Ikru Shofar. Ikru Karen kidda Amran. So it's called Karen as we said. Ve Ikru Shofar dikhtib be matan Torah. Bimshol chayovel ve gomer uchtib ahi kol ha Shofar. So it says here, Bimshol chayovel, but also says kol ha Shofar. So then, okay, I'm going to, going to the Rabbanan. Some of this is called uh, a Karen, some of this is called a Shofar. Um, but the Karen of a Parah is only called a Karen. Okay? And therefore, that's why it's excluded from the terminology of Shofar. And therefore, cannot be used on Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Yossi, the Gemara says, "How about Rabbi Yossi?" Amar Lacha, he would say to you, "Depara nami ikre shofar." No, even the horn of a cow is also called a shofar. Dichtiv, as it says, and tenim batitav lahashem mishor par. Okay, it should be uh, it's, it's pleasant or good to Hashem uh, as much as a shore par. Now that's a weird thing. What's a shore par? A shore is an ox. A par is a bull. So what's going on here? Im shore lama par. Bim par lama shore. If it's an ox, why are you saying bull? If it's a bull, why are you saying ox? Alamai. So rather, what is it? Shore par. Alamai shore par. So what is a shore par? Mi shofar. 
it means it's a shofar, meaning shore part, cut out the, the resh from the word shore, and you get the word shofar. So Rabbi Yossi would say that you get a reference to that shore and the par, that's a shofar, so the, the karen, the horn of a para, is also called a shofar. Okay, so if that's what Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbanan, how, how about the Rabbanan? They would say, Kedrav Matna, they would say, like Rav Matna, the Amar of Matna, my shore par, what is the Pasuk Mima that says shore par? Shehu gadol kipar, that's the size of a par. Meaning a shore is the terminology that's used for a young bull, and a par is the terminology used for an older bull, usually three years and up. So what's saying here in the Pasuk, Vatitav Lashem, shore par, it's that it was a, uh, it was as grown, it was a shore, I mean it was a young bull, but it was as grown as a fully grown bull. Okay, so that's a technicality and sort of a, the semantics of how it's being used, but no reference to shofar whatsoever. Okay. Ula Amar, the Gemara says, Ula said, Here's the reasoning for Rabbanan, who are not going to permit the horn of a bull um, to be used, or of a para to be used for the Rosh Hashanah. Kedar Rav Chista, as Rav Chista says, the Amar of Chisra, of Chisra explains, For what reason is the, may the Kohen Gadol not use, not wear the golden clothing when he enters the inner chamber, the Kodesh Kadoshim, to do the Avoda, to do the service on, on Yom Kippur? Because the prosecutor cannot become the defense attorney. Meaning the idea is that to wear golden clothing would be negative because gold would be reminiscent of the golden calf, the eagle has a hav. And so to use that when you're Dafka trying to gain atonement for B'nai Israel, you're trying to be the Sadegor, the defense attorney, and then to remind Hashem of the, of the eagle has a hav, which reminds Hashem of sort of like the, the times when B'nai Israel sinned, that would be inappropriate. So similarly here, to use the horn of a cow would also be reminiscent of the eagle has a hav, right? The eagle being a calf is a baby cow. And that also would be inappropriate. So that's what Dafka, why we wouldn't want to use the horn of a cow. So the Gemara asks, below, really, we don't? We don't? And the category never becomes a Sunday But we have the blood of the bull, meaning when we sacrifice the bull, we sprinkle the blood on the... Um, and look at Rashi. Um, one second. Oh, I take it back. So we have the blood of the... Of the right, which gets sprinkled uh, on the... Uh, on the, on the um, on the Aron. So it's no, that's different. So if you're taking the blood of the cow, that's the question, taking the blood of the cow, so that also is reminiscent of the cow. Where it says, no, that's not reminiscent of the cow because once it's changed, and once it's just the blood, so it's changed. Meaning there's no really, doesn't really remind you. See the blood, it doesn't remind you of a cow. But you have in the Kodesh Kadashim, the Aron, which is gold, the Kaporet, the cover of the Aron, which is gold, the Kruv, right, the Kruvim, the Cherubs, they're gold, everything there is gold. So what do you tell me? The Kohen can't go in in golden clothing because it reminds Hashem of the Egal HaZahav, the whole, the whole Kodesh Kadashim is gold. The answer is no. Chotei Bal Yakriv Ka'amrin. And then what we're saying is the Chotei, the sinner, shouldn't offer these things, shouldn't bring these things, shouldn't use gold to bring the uh, to try to bring upon the, bring upon the atonement, but these items they're just sitting there. But you have the the uh, the spoon and the pan; those are gold, and they're used to bring the offering. 
No, chotei ba yitnaeh ka'amrinan. When we mean this, that the chotei, the sinner, shouldn't be yitnaeh, shouldn't be adorned with gold. Okay. V'ha'ika bigdei zahav, mi b'chutz. But there's but there's the big day hav that you that he big day zahav that the golden clothing that the kohen gadol wears outside in the rest of the beit hamikdash during the day. So there also he's using those clothing. And again, won't that also be reminiscent? So we're sort of questioning the whole principle, the whole idea uh, that Rav Chista was suggesting that in kategor and that says So we keep questioning it over and over. So the answer is no. The difference is. But no, when we say that you can't uh, the category should be a sanigor, that means when we're in the inner chamber, when it's already inside the Kodesh Kodashim. Right? says, what do you mean? Shofar nami mi But the shofar also, you said the whole thing is to compare this idea of the big days ahav to the shofar. So you're saying, but the big days ahav is limited because it's something that comes inside, but the shofar is not blown inside the Kodesh Kadashim, and yet we're saying that the shofar of a, excuse me, that the horn of a parash should not be used because it reminds Hashem of the Egel HaZahav, but that also is not inside, that's also outside. Where it says, no, Kevon de Lezikaronhu, but since it's there for remembrance, it's like it's inside. I mean, the whole the whole goal is the same. I mean, it's sort of like in your face in that sense. It's trying to remind Hashem in a very active way. So that also should not be reminiscent of the eagle hazahav. So we have gold that could be reminiscent of the eagle hazahav, and we also have the horn that could be reminiscent. The Torah says, okay, we'll have that more uh, technical question. But the Mishnah taught us that this isn't the reason. Rav Chista gives this whole nice reason Right about not reminding Hashem about the Egal Hazahab in category not says Anigor. But bottom line is the Mishnah said what's the reason you can't bring a Karen of a para? It's because it's a Karen. It's not a shofar. Mar says, No. Khada Baod Kaamar. No, it's telling us one reason, but it's also another reason. Chada de Inkategorna says Anigor. One reason is, as Rav Christa said, we don't want the prosecutor to become the defense attorney. For Odin furthermore, Mibnesha who karen. Okay, also because it is a Karen, as opposed to a shofar. The Rabbi Yossi, so what will the Rabbi Yossi say, if that's the reason why Rabbanan would not allow the horn of a para, what would Rabbi Yossi, who does allow that, what would he say? Amr l'cha, he would say to you, the ka'amrat in kategor na says sanigor, this idea that the kategor cannot become a sanigor, hani mili mi that's only on the internal things, v'hai shofar mi and the shofar is outside, so the question that we had before, he uh, takes us in a, a, as the answer. Right? The shofar is bachutz, and therefore it's not considered to be the kategor. And how about the line in the Mishnah that it's a karen? No, he had this answer before. He said, no, all shofars are also called karen. That was the, 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 the technical, semantic, semantical dis- uh, disagreement between Rabbi Yossi and the Rabban that we saw earlier. Okay, Abaye Amar, Abaye has another explanation. Uh, this is the reasoning for Rabbanan, why not to use the Karen of a para. Shofar Amar Rachmana Shofarot. The Torah tells, told us Shofar in singular, and there shouldn't be two or three Shofars. Vahad para, and the horn of the para, Kevan Dekai Gilde Gilde, since it's made up of different layers. Gilde Gilde means different layers, I guess, as the, just like, I guess, like a tree. Has different rings, and as it gets older, it gets like different rings. So, so to the, you can apparently tell like the age, or like every year, or something like that, the age of the, um, as the, as the cow gets older, like the horn gets more and more layers that develop. So, so it has these different layers. 
so it looks like two or three shofars, so that's a technical reason why you can't use this uh, this horn of the parah. The same question we had before, but the Tana told us it's not, it's not because of that, it's because it's not called a Karen. Same answer. One answer is that uh, it says Shofar 1 and not 2 or 3. Also because of a Karen. For Rabbi Yossi, Amr Lacham, Rabbi Yossi would say to you, He says, well, how about the issue that you said, that you should only bring one shofar, and not something that's like two or three shofars, since they're all stuck together, it's really considered to be one Karen. I mean, if you look at the Karen, at the horn of a parah, you wouldn't say that's several shofars or several horns. you say that's one horn that's all stuck together. How about the, the, the language issue that's a Karen? They're also called a Karen. Moving along, we're going to uh, ch- uh, discuss some um, language issues here and then hopefully some nafkaminas about the language. The Gemara says, well, How do you know? Like, what, is, what is the indication that the word Yovel is a language of a ram? Okay, it's a ram's horn. Titania is one of the bright Rabbi Akiva Shalakti La Rabia. Rabbi Akiva says, When I went to Arabia, Hayu Karin La Dikra Yovla, they called it the Ram Ayovla. Okay, so I guess that's uh I guess maybe in Hebrew also then. Vi Amarabi Kiva on the same point of travels and where they called you know different places where they called things different things. Rabbi Kiva Shalakti La Galia, when they went to this place called Galia, Hayu Karin Lenida Galmuda. They called a menstruating woman a Galmuda. My Galmuda, what does Galmuda mean? Gemula da mi ba'ala, that she is like separated from her husband. Okay, because a woman uh, uh, who's a nita can't be with her husband. When I went to uh, Africa, they called a ma'a, which is a, a coin. They called it a kesita. What's the point? Who cares? To explain this pasuk, kesita. The oraita mea donkey. The word meaksita that's used in the Torah um, is referring to mea donkey, a hundred donkey. Donkey is maot. Okay, so you know that's what it means. You know the measurement that the uh, Torah is referring to. I'm a Rebbe. So now in the context, once we have this context of Rebbe Kivu traveling, so other people travel too. I'm a Rebbe. Shalomti lekrachei hayam. When they went to the cities of the uh, sea, hayu korin lemichira kira. They called sales kira. What's the difference? Le Farushi to explain the pasuk. Asher kariti li. So kariti li means uh, like I bought, or right, I bought, like a mechira. I'm Rabbi Shemalaki. Shalachti l'tchum kan neshraya. When they went to the area of kan neshraya, hayu karin lekala ninfei. They called a kala a bride a ninfei. Who um, turned the gold sechvi, and they called a rooster a sechvi. Lekala ninfei micro. What's the pasuk that indicates that a bride is called a ninfei? As it says, yefei nof. Misos kol haaretz, like um, a beautiful view which rejoices the whole land. So yefei nof, like the word ninfei, that the, the it's a beautiful view of the kala, like the beautiful bride. Ulatanagol sechvi, and they call the rooster a sechvi. Amarav Yehuda Amarav. Right, this says name Amarav. We by name Rabbi Shuvan Levi. My Korah was the pasuk says mishat b'tuchot chokma o mei nitan la sechvi bina. So who uh, like cast out the uh, the sureness of wisdom and who gave the sechvi bina mishat b'tuchot chokma elu klayot 
who gave the, uh, the surety wisdom, this refers to the kidneys, which back in the day they thought the kidneys was the source of intelligence. Who gave the sechvi wisdom? This is the tarnigol, like we say in the morning. And bina, the bracha we say in bracha shachar. So this is the idea of the sechvi: is the rooster has the bina to be able to identify the morning. Okay, we'll stop here and pick up tomorrow in Yitzhak Hashem.